Welcome back to my fit talk. This is Dia speaking, and we are going to talk about undo, one of the oldest stories I've written on my blog. For starters, let's begin with a short reading of the opening scene from Undo to get into the mood, shall we? I left the bathroom after erasing the remnants of the nice escapade that was adhered to my skin, leaving only light purple marks which were only visible to my own eyes. Such a sneaky woman dared enough to still leave her marks on me even when I had forbid her to. And faint scratches on my upper arm where she made her desperate hold only less than an hour ago. I entered the bathroom, followed by the steam from the hot shower and the scent of soap flowing through the air. Yet they couldn't defeat the scent of sex that was still thick in that room, and what and the warmth could not replace the heat which our bodies created. I laid my eyes towards the bed, welcomed by the side of her bare back facing at me. Her body was curling under the silky blanket. Above the messy sheets, her hair still sticky and disheveled above the pillows. She did not make any movements, yet by the subtle gestures her shoulder was making, as she slowly breathed, I knew that she was pretending to be in deep of slumber. I know you were awake, I spoke to her, gently lowering myself to sit at the edge of the bed right across from where she lay. Just when I was about to let myself to reach out and brush my fingers on her beautiful skin that I loved so much, too much considering everything that had happened. This story was written such a long time ago, so I might be missing out some of the questions I got back then, but I'll be answering some of the basics behind the scenes stuff and some that I've gotten a lot ever since I published this. Let's start with the basic one. What inspired you to write it? Um, I had just finished writing and publishing over again when a reader came to me asking me some sort of a request or a suggestion, if you may, for me to write something in the same genre as over again, a slice of life story or something that represents a real life problem and real life drama. With that thought, um, added with the fact that I was getting into 1975, the band, and their music, the inspiration just came to me. Um, it was during that time that I found 1975 music video, somebody else, and I remember having that video on replay most of the time while I was dealing with my own drama back home, preparing myself 
to college, studying and writing and all other stuff, and I just started writing it with that song playing in the background. Just as I have mentioned on the story description, the story was inspired from the music video and the lyrics behind it. Um, which you might see it clearly in some parts if you read it, read the story while watching the music video. You can see the scenes um, that are that have been inspired from the scene I saw on the music video, and some that was um, highly perceived from the lyrics. Meanwhile, the title came from another song, also from 1975, called Undo, which I found surprisingly connected to this story in some ways through the lyrics, and I, by chance, found a post on Tumblr quoting the lyrics from that song that, um, that represented the plight of the story I was writing, so I figured why not use this as the title since using the titles at using the song title somebody else as the title for my story would be too obvious and a bit um it doesn't represent enough of the point where I wanted to show what happened after Yoongi had chosen somebody else and how he was trying to undo what he had done if you know what I mean um, what is your favorite line? for this story only I have tons and tons of lines that I adore, honestly. I have no idea why and how, but perhaps because my emotions and my mind was in the perfect place during the time I was writing this, that everything just fell perfectly in place, and I just, I found phrases and um, dialogues and descriptions that worked so perfectly in the scenes so it's kind of hard to choose you know the first part that I loved from the story was not a line per se but a scene um, it's actually the opening scene where I revealed them together after having um, to kind of portray, portray that they had just finished having a high, intimate lovemaking and right before revealing that they are not exactly together not anymore, at least um, it was the scene that I loved most since it felt so perfect to introduce the main characters this way I love especially this part I knew everything because I spent years of looking only at her and into her and I knew too much too damn much that it diminished every curiosity, 
curiosity that I had to search for anything new in her that it pushed me away so hard when I could read her too clearly even without her giving me any clue of what she had inside her mind. And I finally became too afraid to even touch her, afraid that my darkness would taint her pureness and opted for another's touch and forgot I had given up that now I'm to spot on her bed to be taken by somebody else. Another favorite of mine was from a flashback scene right at the heart of the story. It was when Yoongi recalled the day his ex-lover told him that she had found someone else and he finally realized that he was losing her indefinitely. And like a reality check for him um, to finally made him realize that he had done wrong um, let me read it for you right at that moment I understood I was standing at where she was saying the words she, sh- she said listening to the words I said to her back then. I felt as if there was a giant, invisible hand slapping me on the face, the whole universe laughing at me wickedly when I finally felt the same pain as the one she felt, the same one that I gave her. I had had no idea where that, that came from, honestly, but I felt that those lines were perfect to represent Yungi's emotional state when it all happened, so it remains as my chosen favorite of all the um, important scenes for the whole story. Where did you write it? At home, I think. I was living with my sister and I was on a year break from university when I started writing on my blog. So this was written during that time in between I was leaving her house and moving to my dorm. Um, Yeah, so I was probably between one of the three places I was hopping in between before um, my semester started. Why did you write it? Aside from being inspired to write it through the song I was listening to and um, from having the suggestions sent to me by my reader, I also wanted to publish something different. I was just starting so my writing style kept changing at the time. Um, I only had like two long lengthy scenario and neither of them were anywhere near 5k words I think and aside from the short troubles that I released at the beginning of uh, my writing era 
So Over Again was the first story that I wrote with um, long chapters and I was writing that story with rhyming words and paragraphs and with a story timeline that was moving back and forth progressively until they created a full in-depth story of what the characters were going through and um, I wanted to go back to that again I wanted to create something something similar to that story to see if that writing style would really fit me I was searching I was still searching for um, where I would fit the most how I would feel um, comfortable the most in writing and well I ended up progressing my writing style differently right after but um, I did write in the similarly fashion as I did for about time and over again um, I do still want to go back to that style to be honest although I might try to develop it into a better form for my future works more than for what I am currently working for on perhaps I can return to that style again through my original writing which I am going to be delving into soon what hardship did you go through while writing it? I was um, stuck in a writer's block in the middle of the writing process possibly because I was coming back to university at the time and I was still having some tough time adjusting in the situation I was in so it took me a while before I finally published the final product of Undo what helped me get through it was actually a gusty <laughs> um, so Yungi released his mixtape during the time I was working on its its final draft writing and while I was editing the stories and since I was looking for a way to get deeper into Yungi's character in Undo to be able to um, get through his mind basically um, the, his song from the mixtape the last was the one that had me in the right place emotionally to get into his character better so in a way Yungi kinda helped me solve my writer's block at the time and helped me go through the final process of finishing it um, so that was all the behind the scene questions that I had to answer um, we're going to continue on with the questions that were frequently asked about this story a few of these came to me after um, I released the troubles following the original story of Undo so this will probably make more sense if you have read them at least a few of them well because some of these questions still refer to the original 
I'm sorry, so you might be able to catch up if you continue listening to this podcast, that is. How did you decide to write this in Yumi's POV? Um, <coughs> I have the somebody else music video to blame on that. Um, the music video made us see things through the vocalist eyes. Uh, they went through everything shown in the video, so I had to see things through Yungi eye. Yungi's eyes enabled to tell his story um, in this fiction writing. Um, I figured it it would make more sense that way when all I wanted was to um, show what happened through his point of view and it, would, and it was better to explain everything with him telling the story and acting as the narrator instead of um, placing the readers into the female character's shoes um, because I figured we wouldn't be able to get the reader to get into Yungi's mind and see his side of the story if I had done that who said the last dialogue in the end who was it who said I love you um, let me begin by um, summarizing the story by going back um, to explain that well the entire ordeal that the characters had to go through happened simply because Yungi has Yungi was too afraid to deal with his feelings. Um he was getting emotionally too deep with his relationship with his lover and he was afraid of it. Um so he chose to escape when it when it got too much to handle with um, his insecurities blocking him from admitting how much he loved her, how much invested he was in the relationship and um, the escape that he chose was to be with another person. So in the end they only got to be- get back together when um, Yungi was finally willing to admit that he did have a problem and that he was in fact in love with her so you probably get the point from that um did Yungi ever propose uh, I actually have written a dribble answering of this one because everyone kept asking me that after the final dribble that I put out but I figured it would be better for readers to perceive things their own way. I left the characters on a part where they were both healing, where Yungi was um, basically opening himself to his lover completely, and um, he, she was opening herself to allow both of them to heal together and fall in love with each other all over again. Um, I think the last travel showed them healing, loving, 
and um, show Yogi had the ring and he was preparing mentally to pop the question while Osi was still looking through herself if she really had forgiven Yogi for everything he had put her and them through so I guess it's really up to the readers if they really want the characters to move on to the next step that soon or if they should wait longer in GSPOV she met up with Jimin did they end up together again I wanted to let the readers imagine what could happen between them I left things the way it was and let the story ended out in the open for anyone to create their own and for Gia in a sense it was actually surprising to me to find the readers being divided into whether they are hating or whether they are hating or and blaming Gia for coming between the characters while some actually sympathized with her since she was basically a collateral damage in the middle of everything that went on and I kind of agree with that although I did ha- I do have to remind everyone that she did she was the one who opened the chance for Yoongi to um, make the decision to leave um, the female character, the reader character to be with Jia in the first place so uh, I made Jia and Jimin meet up because they were both in the same shoes and they were both victims in a way I'd like to think that they did ending and finishing all the wine bottles that Yoongi had bought for Jia while confiding on each other about their heartbreaks probably um, trash talking on the pair that had um, hurt both of them at the same time maybe and then well I guess anything could happen between two lost two lost souls needing comparisons but um, I honestly don't see them getting together as a pair but um, yeah who knows <laughs> I don't think that happened well I guess that's about it for this pick talk um, at least those are all the questions I have on my notes and we have been on this for a long time already and it's been getting too long um i will i will answer more questions if any of you guys are sending more to me in the future or if you have anything that still you still want to um know about from the story um, anyway, thank you for listening to this podcast and thank you so much for all the readers who have been supporting me and supporting this story particularly. 
um, whether those of you who have followed it way back then when I first published it in its roughly written state of um, writing <laughs> a few years ago or those of you who have only followed my story recently um, Anju has been my favorite for a long time and it's always a huge joy to um, see people still loving it until this day so thank you again and I see you in the next podcast podcast <laughs> sorry anyway bye adieu